When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Don McClain. All at your service. Uh, before we do anything, today is National Nurses Day, so oh, nice. don't forget to thank a nurse. No kidding. Shout out to my friend Laura. She works in the ER over at the U. Man, nurses, they're like angels. They're like they? angels on earth, man. They just do such fabulous work. And you know, all nurses are fabulous. Sometimes you'll you'll get an encounter with a nurse who just has uh, the world's greatest demeanor and bedside manner. And it's like every time they come in, you're like, yes, they're back. They're here to help me again. Can, can I tell you a cute story? Yeah. Well, it's, it's it was so personal. I was in the hospital when I was 13 years old for three months. Oh, my gosh. In traction. And those nurses became my family. Yeah. And the day that I got released from the hospital, mm. I cried so hard. Oh. I was hugging one of the nurses. Her name was Agnes. Mm. I loved this woman. She was like another mom to me. And we hugged, you know, before when I got out of the wheelchair because hospital rules, everybody has to be wheeled out. I was so depressed for days after that because I loved these people so much. So oh. they oh, just were so great. You know, we so great. we uh, had our last two babies at uh, Ridgeview Medical Center in uh, Waconia. And the the nursing team there was just so great. We had so many, especially this last time, maybe just because it's a recent memory, but we had so many great nurses. And we were only there for three days, not three months. But even in that, as you're going through these sleepless nights and why isn't the baby latching and, yeah. oh, can you help get me this? There were just nurses that would come into our room that made us feel just the sense of relief of like, okay, this person can help. And they had wonderful personalities too so they were just there to like they know mom's tired and just trying to figure all this stuff yeah, out all they over get again it and they care and they and yes absolutely and they uh and they also know when they can just be real with you like when you have visitors if you've stayed in the hospital when you have visitors they come in and they're so tiptoey like there's red tape everywhere and a nurse comes in and they just know how to cut yep. right through all that talk to you and that's how you want to be talked to anyway mm. um yes god love all you nurses if you know a nurse hug don't hug them maybe don't hug Crap. ah we'll give them a virtual hug how yeah. about that all right or a shout out or something my or sisters are nurses oh really both of them yes. oh that's awesome yes um well they're both retired now uh, but my sister dana was 
in a labor and delivery nurse. Oh, and then fantastic. she went on to teach Lamaze. Um, and now she runs a little mini farm <laughs> at her house. Oh, she's the one with the goats? That. Yes. Uh, um, and it. then my other sister um, was an intensive care uh nursery nurse so the little tiny uh the NICU babies she took care of them and and uh so it's like one would deliver them and just send the them off to the other one at the same hospital wow that's really and you got into radio oh yeah i mean i one time we were on a walk and a guy was having a heart attack like uh, at a construction site and they both just stepped in and saved his life and i was like "Ah! (laughs) oh god You're like, I can report on this. I ran to, this is before cell phones, you know, and I ran back to call 911 and I'm like, what do we do? This is a good example of fight or flight. (laughs) Right? Your sister's fought and you flew. Yeah. They're like, go call 911. And they did, uh, he's, you know, uh, he He survived. Yeah, he did. And they did CPR on him and they're just great, very calm in situations. Oh my God. Dawn would be like the one from, um, Gone with the winds, like I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that doesn't even make sense in this moment. He's having a heart attack. <laughs> oh gosh! Anyway, oh, well. Happy, well, happy National, National Nurses, Nurses Day. Day. Absolutely. Can we talk about what Dawn did yesterday? Yeah, what she did. <laughs> Why don't you tell him, Dawn? Oh gosh! All right, so uh, Donna has been nice enough to grab me a breakfast sandwich every now and then from downstairs at our Hubbard cafeteria. They've been so nice, this company, to give us free food that they just set out. There's no contact. You just pick it up. The grab and go kind of thing. So Donna sends an email, which I think is only me on the email, that says, I left two breakfast sandwiches outside of your door, your studio door there on the water cooler. This is about at 7.30 when she came in. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I replied, well, I finally, by like 8 p.m. last night, was able (laughs) to catch up on my emails and noticed that Jason also replied to this because he was on the email. One was supposed to be for Jason. I took both. You ate both. (laughs) She didn't, she, no, you only ate one, though, right? I ate one, and then I realized <laughs> I put the other one in my bag like a hoarder, and <laughs> I, I had to throw it away the, last Aww. night. Oh, meanwhile, Jason's stomach is grumbling. Because Jason was like, oh, bless your heart. Thank you so much. And then I go, oh, my God, Jason. This is at 8 p.m. I emailed them. I'm like, oh, I took both. I'm so sorry. Bad. The funniest thing to me is that it didn't mm. occur to you to offer him the other one. <laughs> yeah. These two couldn't possibly be meant for me and him. Well, it wouldn't make any sense. What Dawn doesn't know is that every time I bring her one, I've been bringing him one. I see. Okay. So I thought she I, was just stocking me up for the day. <laughs> well, you've been working longer hours, so. Yeah, right. You need a little more sustenance. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So funny. So today, um, there's um, um, it's a breakfast bowl. It's a little breakfast bowl. Like a like a hash kind of a situation. Yes. Yeah. So I brought two to Jason uh-huh. and just left them in Jason's studio. Do we know he if just, he got them? He yeah, did he get he did. one okay. and we talked about it on the air. He's like, okay. oh, I'm del- I'm enjoying both of these <laughs> breakfast bowls right now. Double the portion. <laughs> but then Dylan during Neal. the break I went on there and I'm like, seriously, B, is there another breakfast bowl in here? <laughs> 
The bit is over. Mama's hungry. Exactly. Yeah. No, thank uh, you for doing that. Oh, program. you're welcome. Um, let's. We we only have a, a minute to get to this, but let's touch on this because this is our Facebook question today. Is what have you noticed while grocery shopping? <laughs> and uh, this comes to mind because yesterday Donna had an encounter. Speaking of stocking up for the long haul, mm-hmm. you had an encounter at Costco that left you shook. It did. They have no chicken. So I usually go and buy like two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, like just a huge pack of chicken. That way I always have protein in my freezer. Right. You know, or if I go to the cabin, I take a couple of chicken breasts to grill up there. Um, They have none. I mean, they have rotisserie chickens. They have tons of those. But if you were looking to stock up and freeze chicken for your family, they have zero you know, I mean, like, there are pork plants that are shutting down. We talked yesterday about how some Wendy's locations in California are no longer selling hamburgers right. because of, a like, a, a meat shortage because of, again, the influx of some coronavirus cases that have been located at some of these processing plants. Will we all be forced to to test out the vegetarian way of life? I'd be okay for, with for that. For a brief season. Here's the thing. There's plenty of toilet paper. FYI. Oh, yeah. Toilet paper is we're in just, stock. We're I'll, just shifting. I'll tell you what's not in stock still. Hand sanitizer. Can't, yes. Can't find that. But toilet paper is back. Chicken <laughs> and beef, not as yeah. much. Just a heads up. So if you were planning mm. on going to Costco, um, do it early because they should be stocked up again. Well, if this makes you feel any better, my sister was there uh, over the weekend and she said she couldn't find any ground meat. And then she did a circle and realized she had forgotten something and went back and then realized they were restocking the meat. So maybe you caught it right during a, a limbo period. You know maybe. what I'm saying? I did ask. Oh. And they oh. were like, yeah, we've got nothing. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. Oh my gosh. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. So go to our Facebook the page. the pasta aisle? Uh, the MyTalk 107.1 Facebook page. I'm carb loading again. What have you noticed while grocery shopping? We'll get to those answers uh, coming up a little bit later in our 11 o'clock hour. You are loaded up for things that make you go, huh? Man, listen, like I said, I got a killer source. It is so good. Guys, you'll never guess the story behind the first escalator, where it was, and what you had to do to get on it. I'll explain that and a whole lot more and things that make you go, huh? Coming up after the break on this Wednesday edition of the Don and Steve Show on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. What's our Facebook question again today? Our Facebook question is What have you noticed while grocery shopping? Oh, yeah. Could be anything. The good, the bad. Exactly. You know it, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to some of your responses coming up a little bit later on in the show, but first. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, What's huh? That? All right, that's my bad. Listen, I, there it is. Sometimes I get it wrong. But so other times. And she's doing all the buttons. You're doing the buttons. I don't know today? where they are today. Oh, this is great. I don't yeah. know where they are yet. I barely know what I'm doing. Don, I've asked for the buttons, and they have refused to give me access to the buttons because, due to, I guess, he history, they think the I'll abuse them. <laughs> there were so does. many. I wouldn't get through a single story without some sort of a sound effect. Honk, honk. Yeah, he just wants all of that. Okay. Now this. Okay. About escalators. Okay. And Donna, this will hit close to home for you. Why? Well, (laughs) Coney Island's close to Jersey, right? It's not technically in Jersey. It's in New York. It's in New York, but it's close. It's close. It's close. Close Close-ish. The first escalator was an amusement park ride 
in Coney Island in New York, 1896, which Whoa. meant you had to pay to get on it, and it was just a ride. It was like 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 stairs to nowhere. You just go up, and then you'd presumably walk down the stairs beside it, and then, Mom, I want to get on an escalator again. Oh my That's God. very fun. At an amusement park. Oh, I mean, it was the 1800s. 1896. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but can you imagine? That's funny. I'd love to. I wonder if there are old pictures of that, of just people just on Going the escalator. And oh, boy, could be- we blow their mind now. Do you think before that, it was stairs? Like, come on, kids. <laughs> Pay, we'll pay Step the, right up. The five Step cents. right up. <laughs> yes, literally. Give me a nickel and you go up a flight. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. the 1800s. Anything was possible. I remember my first encounter with a moving walkway. I heard about them when I was a kid because my brother had taken a trip to Colorado as just like a young boy to go stay with my aunt and uncle for a week or two. And he told me about these moving walkways at the airport. And I, back then I couldn't believe it. And then probably five years later, the Pittsburgh International Airport got them, and that was as close to the future as I think I've ever felt. Huh. That's Step fun. right up! Spiral staircase! You're going up, but going in cycles! Step right up. Step right up. Boo! Okay. Boo! Okay. You know what? I actually prefer the booing to the uh, cold, cold silence. <laughs> so I'll take that. I was just testing you. Uh, it and did Dawn's not, on the phone. Otherwise, she would have said something. It did not feel good. Um, Sorry. Steve. All right. Now I got a couple of other uh, interesting things that we can get to. How about this? Sort of a bizarre tradition in Ireland. So in Ireland, it, this happens around Christmas time. A tradition called the 12 Pubs of Christmas. So you must go to 12 different pubs in one night. Having one drink, usually a pint of beer. Wow, 12? Yikes. No, that's too many. But they're Irish. Uh, One drink in each pub. Participants usually have 12 rules to follow as well. So, for example, no sitting in pub three or no using the bathroom in pub seven. So it's that kind of a pub crawl. You know what they should do? (laughs) They should alternate. If you want that night to go a little better for everybody, one pub, it's a drink. Next pub, it's a water. Yeah, still fun and socializing. That's a good idea. Then another one. Yeah, a they coffee. say for for every drink, have a glass of water, and then you'll never feel wrecked. Right, 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 right. I believe we have a phone call oh. coming in regarding the escalator. Um, no, it's not. But okay. she wanted to say something about nurses. Her Wait. name is Christina. Hey. Hi. hey, Christina. Welcome to the fun show that is the Donna and Steve show. Guten Tag. Hi, Christina. Hi. Um, I just wanted to talk about you brought up. Um trying to get my tears under control. I just got out of the Methodist Hospital in St. Louis Park. I just got out of that last Wednesday. I was there for three days. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, I had to go through a gallbladder surgery. It was um, a lot of pain for the few days before. It was mm. it was not something for wusses, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, but I got through it, and the nurses were unfreaking believable. Oh, wow. The, um, I went- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let me just give like a little shout out to two of them. Absolutely. Um, the very first one when I um got out of the ER into my went to my room was um Andrea. She was amazing, and um. I wish I could have taken her home with me. Oh. <laughs> and they were across, the, and the nursing assistants are, oh my gosh, they work so hard. And there's this one girl, Heidi, and this other girl, Caitlin, and um, they helped me get through it. Oh, that's and it, awesome. And um, I just want to say it's a different experience right now. I couldn't think about too much because I was in pain, but everybody's in masks. The mm-hmm. nurses have masks and shields. Like, um, you can't have visitors. That's probably really one of the toughest things. That was hard for my family. But um, it was okay because everybody was so wonderful, and it was a wonderful hospital. I've never been there. Oh, I've, ha- and- I've actually been there, too, to Methodist, and I, I agree with you. They're just so great. But I just wanted to say that maybe one of them are listening, and I just wanted to say thank you. Oh. And um, thanks for talking about it. Yes, shout out to Got the it. nurses. Oh, Thank you for the call, better. Christina. Okay, Christina. Right. Nice to talk Thank with you. you. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yes. We mentioned Get at the well top soon. of the show that today is National Nurses Day. So Christina heard that and wanted to give a shout out to uh, to some nurses. So that's that's really fantastic. That's See, that's sweet. what they do. You're in such a vulnerable position. If you're in the hospital, you are mm. feeling so, like at your weakest, most vulnerable so the fact that these nurses come in and are able to somehow not only mend you physically, but also to really lift your spirits. And that's and when, what nurses do. And when they walk in and they're so confident. Yes. You know, they yeah. know what they're doing. They walk in, they check your thing. They, they're like, how are you today? You know, you just feel really good. Yeah, you're worried. They are not. They're like focused and ready to take care of you. Exactly. So anyway. It's really nice. We digress. Now I shift to a, a story of a very different tone. <laughs> uh, back to things that make you go, huh? Due to an error in communication... The state of Missouri assumed that a man uh, named Michael Anderson was in prison serving his 13-year sentence for armed robbery. They only realized that they had forgotten to take him to jail when they were preparing him to be released. So year 13, they were like, all right, let's get Michael Anderson out of here. Michael Anderson never went to jail. Oh, boy. How about that? Oh, I bet he feels good about it. Although, do (laughs) do they make him start to serve the sentence at that point? Oh, he's on the lamb, I'm sure. Is he around? Is it what is he doing? Is he at Well, actually he's online too. Michael Anderson joins us now. <laughs> oh, he just dropped off. He just dropped off. He dropped off. Dang. Um, oh, all right, now I got my final stupid thing to tell you about. Okay. How to light a cigarette, which we would encourage you not to do. Don't start smoking, guys. It's bad for you. In the nineteen fifties, how to light a cigarette during a nuclear explosion. Uh, there was a scientist of all people who used a mirror to focus the energy from a nuclear explosion to light his cigarette. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So he was like, wait, I'm a scientist. I'm smart. Look at that over there. Look at this in my mouth. Pulled out his mirror, turned it, and then lights. Things that make you go. (sighs) Thank you for bringing those to the table today, Steve. Yeah. You're Mm. You're my best friend. Right.
I feelings not mutual, but I feel like we get along pretty well. Uh, yeah, we're we're all right. We're good. Um, we watch some TV. Indeed, I went into a brand new show. It was an Instagram ad that worked on me. I saw an ad on Instagram the other day, and I thought, boy, that looks pretty interesting. Huh. Fired it up last night on Amazon Prime. Tell you what it was and what I think it's trying to be. Uh, coming up after the break on my talk. Ken Barlow's five eyewitness news forecast for today. Looks like it's going to be partly cloudy um, and uh, going to be about 55 degrees today. It's kind of cold, isn't it? I think it's going to be cold for a few days, too. So that that ain't right. Anna. What? We don't control the weather. Remember, we just go with it. What can it teach variable. us? Okay, uh, can I just tell people, my talk 1071's listener rewards, uh, there are chances for you to win uh, gift cards. We're talking Bachman's, Lund's, Byerly's, Best Buy, and more. So get that app. Yeah, get the app stream online, whichever you'd like. You can get registered either way. You can see more prizes, all of the goodies that we have, and our listener rewards on the app or online at mytalk1071.com. You know it, buddy. <laughs> all right, so what did you watch on Amazon Prime? I watched a new show called Upload. Have you heard of it? I have not. Okay, so this uh, this was Instagram marketing at its finest. It absolutely worked. I saw just a little teaser trailer on uh, Instagram, and it was... It had shades of the good place. Oh, okay. In that, this here's what the, the the synopsis of episode one. In short, without giving you really um, any spoilers, here is this. This is set in about fifteen to twenty years in the future from where we are right now. Okay. Um, and they at this point they have figured out that instead of just rolling the dice with a typical afterlife experience. Is heaven real? Is heaven not? Technologists, let's call them instead of scientists, technologists have figured out how to create an afterlife by leveraging technology. So you can, and there are different afterlife realities that market themselves while you're still alive. You know, when your journey is done, consider New Horizons. New Horizons offers, and it's essentially at the point of death, huh. you can choose to either die the normal way and believe in what you believe and find out if it's true or you have to decide this before you die you can choose to be uploaded to a reality if you were able to buy into one of these so in episode one there's this young hot shot um and he is just you know he has a an automated vehicle he's just everything is cool he looks cool he's in incredible shape he's just living sort of that cool guy life gets into a crash in his autonomous vehicle which does not realize there is a garbage truck parked ahead he's trying to override it he's having you know siri kind of problems with it it doesn't boom collision next thing you know he's in the hospital and he's his girlfriend is there saying you need to upload you need to upload then we can spend you know eternity together forever but he's like wait am i really gonna die though and he asks the nurse and she's like well buddy you have a punctured lung and you're on your way to dying and then she's like, what are you just going to roll the dice? You got to upload. And so then it takes you into the afterlife, which is this uploaded reality of heaven, so to speak. Although oh. you come to find out soon enough that uh, the heaven that they have created might not be as good as they had dreamt it up. And there are glitches because it is a you know technology like developed reality. 
And so huh. there, are, there are tech glitches. You know, things are like, bah, bah, like, like we would see right. on a video game if it's Kinda glitching. Like your mic sometimes cuts in and out. From yes, home. yes. So you'll hear weird things. You'll see some strange things. Like you'll, yeah, you'll see um, the the picture break up a little. Exactly. Okay. Question. Okay. Um, how many episodes? And is this a comedy or is this supposed to be? drama they describe it as greg daniels uh who is the man behind the office on nbc he describes it i think as like a a sci-fi romantic comedy satire if if we can do all those things (laughs) all together it is it certainly leads leans uh comedic it's it is to me for my money it's it's not as funny as the good like the good place episode one season one i was laughing out loud yeah, at multiple points. Yeah. This lacked the comedic punch. It was like a 45-minute first episode, but it's it's interesting. I, I guess and maybe I'm judging it too quick, but already I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be as, as good or creative as The Good Place, which had some really interesting twists along the way as well. But I, it, it's interesting, and they've taken a, a bit of a different take on the afterlife and kind of a play on technology. It kind of gives me some shades of... Some shades of Silicon Valley, uh, which is an HBO show, uh, which I, I, I quite like. You get a little bit of the good place in there. Um, it's it's solid. I think it's got us intrigued enough. We watched like an episode and a half last night, and we're intrigued enough to see where it goes. It's 10 episodes. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime, and apparently they've already greenlit uh, season season two. Wow. So okay. um, it's some, something you know that you might want to check out. Upload on Amazon Prime. You know it's coming back on Friday, by the way, um, Dead to Me. Yes. Have you guys watched? Yes. Yes. I loved that. I did too. That's great. The only thing is, um, it's not getting great reviews. Season two? Yeah. How do they know yet? (laughs) The people will get to watch it first. You know, those people. Sneakers. They said that the... um, the performances are outstanding and probably the only reason to watch. Mm. Um, the story just sort of unravels a little bit. It's just they're recapping a lot. Um, it just the the story isn't as strong as the performances are. I don't remember what happened at the end, mm-hmm. and I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I bet they'll but, recap it. Yeah, um, I hope so. Well, if you remember, there was a. There was a scene in the backyard. Okay. In a, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I, I remember to those mm, critics yes, point, yes, yes. Uh, I remember thinking this was, it feels like it was meant to be a miniseries, a one-off. It ends like That's, it ended at I the end like of season one. I feel like the ending was, was fine. I, yeah. I, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it. If, for those of you who don't know, Dead to Me is um, uh, Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini, James Marsden, and... They're, you know, perpetually underappreciated actors, so they kind of wanted to show off their chops and their Mm. versatility, and they do. They're great. Yeah, they are. are. So good. Christina Applegate's really great in it, and it's fun. It's a a fun kind of mystery, murder mystery genre. But there that is, unravels in kind of a different comedy, way. Yeah, because there is, I mean, Christina Applegate, she is such a great crier. I mean, there are scenes that are really intense. So there's a little bit of everything. But anyway, Friday on um, Netflix. You mm. can check it out. Check it out, yeah. Check it out.
Um, did you finish the Mandalorian thing? I watched it last night. Now, just one episode. It's just the first episode. This is uh, on Disney Plus for fans of the Mandalorian. It's called Disney Gallery, the Mandalorian, which I think Disney Gallery will be this ongoing series focusing on different original productions that they do where they peel back the the curtain and say this is how we put it together and it's a, it was a round table of all the different directors one thing i didn't know about the mandalorian was that it was directed by a bunch of different directors mm-hmm. throughout the first season so i think um some directors got a couple episodes some just got one but they treated each episode of the mandalorian like its own feature film I quite liked it. I know that you you thought it was a little too much roundtable, but I thought they showed quite a bit of behind-the-scenes stuff while the roundtable conversation was happening. And so I got to see enough eye candy where I really enjoy seeing like, oh, look, that background was fake. Oh, that thing that we thought was real was all a green screen. It, it felt cool in that way. And then they break down each of the individual directors um, has like a little sort of a little vignette that's about yes. them and their their approach. Um, but I, I, I thought it was cool. Okay. And it, it shows... So I will watch the next episode. And for what it's worth, um, you know, I, I generally have a pretty short attention span, but I liked it and I was watching it with um, my seven-year-old son, nine-year-old daughter, and they were both watching it and enjoying it too. So... Really? I thought it was cool. Don, I, Don, did you watch The Mandalorian? I did, yes. Uh, yes. Did you like The Mandalorian? I did, but there were a few things about it that I thought were a little... Um, it ended up looking like sort of a sci-fi uh, channel show. There were a few <laughs> oh. things that oh, I had okay. problems with. Uh, but, you know, I don't want to... Overall, I would say I gave it a B plus or an A minus. What okay. would those okay. things be? Okay, so there's an episode if you remember where they're in this little village and yes. uh, and they have to protect um, baby Yoda yep. or the child. Uh, and there's a there's a love interest for the Mandalorian. And I just yeah. that episode was so dumb to me. Uh, one of the lines that she said that was so stupid is that uh, she came around the corner of the hut yeah. and said, "Knock knock." I know. And it's like, they don't have doors. They've never been off this island. They don't know what knock knock is. So it's like dialogue like like that. That pops the balloon for you. makes me just laugh out loud because I'm like, oh, God. Do you think it's intentional, though, to throw something like that in there? To make screenwriters cringe, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dialogue. Because I think it's part of like the humor. Well, oh, gosh. See, I just thought it was bad writing. I'm like, why are they... Act- this this The way they're talking is so pedestrian and just yeah. not what okay. it would be like. I don't know. But, you know, I've watched all kinds of cheesy shows like uh, Stargate. I've watched all of those. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, but I did like it. Here's the okay. winner. The winner of uh, Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, uh, episode one, where they focus on the directors, is uh, Taika Waititi, who uh, yeah. won uh, an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. Yep. Uh, was also nominated for Best Picture for that. He is very funny when they do the little vignette on him as he's sort of, he's you know. He's cute. Jo- he is. He, uh, he, he won me over. And then, come to find out, so you have that tie-in. And then, uh, what was it, yesterday, that news uh, comes out that Taika, uh, Taika Waititi will direct and co-write a new Star Wars movie. Oh. Wow. So he has uh, firmly been embraced wow. in the Star Wars community. Ooh. Okay, cool. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what the things are that bug you, Dawn, versus... Because <laughs> I, I get so mad when continuity is so obviously off. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It just blows the whole thing for her. We I'm all just have like, these. Are you kidding me? It's funny. Like, we all go in with this suspension of disbelief. And then for different people, it takes different things to just pop the balloon and be yep. like, okay, I don't buy it anymore. I saw the new <laughs> Star Trek movie that came out in like 08 or 09. Yeah. I could believe that human beings were existing on state-of-the-art ships in outer space. But when I saw Chris Pine hang off the third ledge in a movie with by his fingertips, I was like, I'm out. I, I don't believe any of this anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's always something different. Something that for is everyone. so yep. funny. All right, well, when we come back, um, if you see something, we want you to say something. An update on murder hornets. We told you about these yesterday. We'll uh, let you know again what they are. And then perhaps if we take a, a, a play out of uh, Japan's. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Playbook. Here's what we can do when we find a murder hornet. Oh. They're delicious. I'll explain coming what? up after the break. These guys are good. Have you heard of them, the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for the pretty popular. They're like a family uh, group. Really? So, but they're related. They are. They're actually siblings, I believe. Oh. Okay. So the name is starting to make more sense now. Yep. What am I gonna do? In fact, uh, last night when I was on Amazon watching Upload. That was another one that they were trying to push on me, and they were like, hey, wait, watch the new Jonas Brothers, Still Happy, or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 you should watch that. I gotta watch the first one There's also a good, um, I believe, I don't know if it's good or not, but a Beastie Boys uh, documentary. I'll pass. I liked some Beastie Boys when I was growing up, but I do not need 90 minutes of my life going toward a documentary of what what inspired them, what gave them their grit. I'll pass. Fair enough. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. In fact, about Beastie Boys, I was probably like 10 years old. We were driving to West Virginia. It was my mother and this lovely woman, her dear friend, uh, Donna, who everyone calls Graham. So Graham Tantlinger. So it's my mom and Graham Tantlinger. And I'm in the back of the van on the couch seat because it was one of those big like caravans. Having them play Brass Monkey over and over and over again. Your mom? Yes, she was playing Brass Monkey for me over and over and over again. Brass and then, Monkey. That funky monkey. monkey. I mean, it, like at 10 or 11, there's not a better song that could be created. And Graham Tantlinger was the only time that she like ever snipped at me. And she was like, Steve. We have to stop playing that song. It was like probably the ninth. Oh, or 10th I time thought your mom and her friend were playing oh, it, and you no, got. And I was no. like, "What? <laughs> your mom was into the Beastie Boys?" No, they were playing it at my request. Gotcha. And then got sick and tired of it. From Beastie Boys to Murder Hornets, we told you about these uh, earlier this week. Murder Hornets—they have made their way from Asia to the United States for the first time. They are scary hornets that are two inches in length. They are a real terror to honeybees. They decapitate them, can destroy a hive in no time, hmm. and they can even kill a human if they repeat sting you, even if you're not allergic. So, everybody feeling good now? Mm. Great. Here's the upside. 
Let's take a note from Japan. Japan, where murder hornets kill up to 50 people a year, they eat murder hornets. They're even considered a delicacy. Turns out murder hornets are pretty high in protein. Protein. Um, What now? Murder hornets (laughs) are pretty high in protein. You can't find chicken at Costco. Girl, you might want to get yourself some murder hornets. Since they're two inches long. They are easy to pan fry oh and God. serve on a skewer. What is the matter oh. with them? That is, that, that's messed up. More than 30 fancy restaurants in Japan, Japan, have them on the menu. I don't know if we should be eating weird things in nature right now, especially considering what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And we don't know where stuff mm-hmm. originates. A guy in New York City of working here who runs a company that's entirely dedicated to edible insects says, quote, people have compared it to a popcorn-y flavor without the butter. Mm? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? How about this? Let's look into the dystopian future. Okay. Mm. It's one year from now. It's kind of feeling that way right now. Actually. Movie theaters are open again. And you sit down to watch a movie about the pandemic. And us conquering it. (laughs) And you get yourself a box of goobers and chocolate-covered murder hornets. Yes? All right. I'm going to pass on that. Well, step right up to the escalator, then. That doesn't tickle your fancy? (laughs) Ride this escalator. You'll end up 15 feet higher than you are now. Oh, a woman named Andrea called and said that her mother used to work at Donaldson's department store in Minneapolis in the 30s, and when they in in, uh, installed the first elevator there, and she used to always tell stories about it. Oh, that was probably very exciting. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? There's something right now that we must be we must have experienced in the last you know five or ten years. That was really like, whoa, you know, well, smartphones, we were alive. They were alive for the elevator. We were alive for the smartphone when Mm -hmm. you realized I'm connecting to the Internet or I can do these video conversations. I remember the first time I saw a video on a computer and I was like, whoa, the future is here because it was so clear and so I'm futuristic. Anyway, I hear you. You know, they do a little bit of that, by the way. Back to Upload, uh, the new show on Amazon. They do some fun things. They play with the future, you know, and so they're just messing around trying to show you technologies that might be available in the future, as we always do this in sci-fi movies. One thing is, since it's set about 15 or 20 years in the future, uh, somebody walks past uh, an an Oprah Kamala 2024 sign. So Hmm. maybe that's a prediction for our future president of the United States. You never know. Uh, and then also someone, you have a dial in the afterlife, in this uploaded reality, you have a dial. So he opens his doors and it's this beautiful autumn scene and he looks at the dial and turns it to the snowflake setting and suddenly the mountains are snow covered. Oh, that's cool. And I thought now that would be a, re- if you could just decide what you want yes. the state of your outdoor world to look like yes. day to day, minute to minute. That would be awesome. Anyway. Okay. Thank you. You're Upload welcome. on Amazon Prime, <laughs> FYI. Can I tell you something that I saw? Okay. Did you guys see this? Elon Musk's kid's name? Yes. No. I mean, oh, knock it off. Okay. <laughs> what it's, is it? Oh. It's X-A-E-A minus 12. Oh, Zark. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's common now. And then he is setting the record straight on his son's name because his girlfriend, who is that singer Grimes. Yeah. She tried offering this detailed explanation, and then he corrected her at one point of her message. It has something to do with, like, X is the unknown variable. X. A-E, my elven spelling of A-I, love and or artificial intelligence. A minus 12 is the precursor to SR-17, his favorite aircraft. No weapons, no defenses, just speed. Great in battle, but nonviolent. It, it, doesn't it sound like I'm just saying gibberish? Uh, yeah, I stopped it's listening great. a little while And then back. A equals Archangel, my favorite song. X, Metal Rat. What is this? <laughs> Some Somebody uh, went through and said that it has to be Xavier. Oh, th- I saw Ash. Ash, Archangel. Oh. And then someone else said, no, actually, Xavier. I would like to go further oh. and say that it could be Ash Michael, since Michael is the Archangel. Oh. I think we'll find out should, soon, but it sure is interesting. Should there be a council that has veto power on baby names? <laughs> yes. Okay. And 99% will will go through. Um, I'm sure the council from time to time will recommend a, a spelling change. But other than that, most will get through. But for times like this, because we're all looking out for Zark Dirk. <laughs> and we don't want <laughs> him to have to go through this. No, oh I think God. he'll be fine. He'll probably be homeschooled. So, Oh, for sure. Are aliens? <laughs> Maybe. Oh boy. Elon Musk. It'll be like Gizmo from the Flintstones. Love to be on their first date. I don't like to spy on people, but I would like to go back in time and see what brought them together. Oh, no boy. Kidding. Alrighty. Uh, we're going to have some music news when we come back. Remember Lane Hardy from American Idol? Oh, yeah. Got one of his songs to sample on the way. And a venue in Arkansas is about to host a concert in this climate on May 15th. I'll tell you what they plan on doing coming up after Dawn's Dirt Alert, which is next on my talk. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton. Motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.